listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with James Rondé, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's quick math. Is it eight games late? Nine <laughs> games late? What we got nine, here? Nine games. Nine all right, games. Yeah, so I tried to eyeball it. I think I did pretty good. So uh, nine games late. <laughs> I think I did pretty good. <laughs> James, James, you're going to be the guy on the playbook, so you'll be the one doing all of the dirty work, breaking this down for everybody. But this is our first look. Um it should be a good one. There's a lot of nice names on this, a lot of good matchups. Loving LeBron against Portland uh, on this, even with the Lakers sort of uh, you know, not really playing well. We know there's no defense really being played there. You got Steph uh, finally going to suit up against Charlotte after uh, bowing out of that game last time due to illness. Um, yeah, it's just some good matchups overall. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you want to call it revenge, but one Del Curry, Wardell Curry, senior. Uh, used to play for the Charlotte Hornets, so some uh, and Steph played at Davidson, which is in the uh, the Charlotte area too. So lots of uh, I'm sure lots of family there. Uh, I mean they're in Golden State. But like, oh yeah, they're in, all right. Well, there goes all that. They were well, in Charlotte the last time that's when true. he got sick, but that's I mean, true. you know they could have traveled. You know it's a you know travel policies are getting lighter around the country. You know so uh, Boston. Massachusetts is allowing fans starting March 22nd. So, oh, oh yeah. nice. 12% capacity. I don't know where they pulled out 12% from, but <laughs> that's what they're rocking. So, uh, you know, could be seeing myself at a Celtics game uh, sometime soon. Probably for free because they're terrible. They are on this <laughs> slate and they're facing the Pacers. So, uh, should be good matchups for Sabonis and Brogdon, uh, which I think is a good time to bring out the point guard position here, uh, James. Uh, Dame Lillard against the Lakers is $10,300. He is the most expensive point guard on the slate. You have Steph Curry against Charlotte at 10K. And then Trey Young against OKC for me. You know, we've been riding the Trey train for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those are top three price guys. You know, do you take the savings with Trey or do you find the other two have better matchups? I mean, it's not like the Lakers are a very bad matchup right now. They are. Uh... This team is reeling, uh, to say the least. So you can definitely go Dame. I think Trey is awfully safe here, uh, just with how he's played. We saw DeJounte Murray tear up this OKC team. Um, so I love Trey and, and Steph Curry as well. I think I'd probably lean both of them over Dame, but, I mean, you know, pencil Dame in for 50 as well, right? That's, I mean, I, I think any one of those three can go for 60 in this slate. So, yep. like, you know, it, it's it's all about roster building. Probably once we get the draft percentage um, forecaster uh, updated tomorrow around, you know, 4 or 5 o'clock, we'll see where the ownership's going to go, and then we can, you know, even maybe make some decisions uh, that way. But all, all of them are in great spots. I, I'm going with with uh, Ice Tray, right? Is that what his, mm-hmm. his nickname is? So. Uh, you know, Trey Young for me, the way he's been playing has been unbelievable. Uh, so I'll take the sub 10k price. I give DraftKings open by chance. Yeah, yep. They're, they're, yep. They're, they're, uh, Lillard 10 1, Young 9 9, Curry 9 7. Ooh, Steph at 9 7. Yeah. Yep. Lamello defense. It's yeah. Yeah. Probably would probably go Steph then on DraftKings. I mean, there's no real difference in terms of scoring there. Maybe Trey, well, Trey gives you more assist upside. You can so, play them both probably on DraftKings under under 10K. 10K you could probably yeah. fit both of them. 
That's probably fair. Uh, next tier below uh, on on FanDuel, we have John Wall against Toronto at 8,500. Uh, Wall got some help uh, the other night with Oladipo and Gordon being back. Uh, he was okay. You know, 35 fantasy points, not exactly paying off the price tag. Um, you know, but it's a good matchup, I feel, against Toronto and, and their kind of struggling defense. Uh, on the flip side, Kyle Lowry came back and rocked the world against Miami. 47 fantasy points, 24-7-8. and eight. Uh, It seems hard to predict when those games are going to come for Kyle Lowry. We, we see them occasionally. Other days, he kind of lags off. Uh, and you get, you know, Fred Van Vliet having big games. They still started Norman Powell in that game as well because Pascal Siakam is their uh, starting center. I'm pretty sure FanDuel probably has him as like a shooting guard or something like that today. I guess <laughs> we'll, we'll go and find out when we hit there. But, um, you yeah, know, this tier of guards, you know, Malcolm Brogdon included in that as well at $8,000 against Boston. Uh, pretty strong there as well. Yeah, I think this next tier is uh, very good. And I think Lowry actually stands out the most to me. He's only $7,000 on DraftKings wow. revenge narrative. Um, against Houston, former former Rocket there as well. And uh, especially in cash games, I think he's awfully safe. I think um, we Chris Paul isn't someone you mentioned. 50 fantasy points last time out. Two yeah, he's rebounds. 75 on Fandle. What's his yep, 75, 75 on both sides, which is, I think, a, a fantastic price up, up against Kobe White defense. Uh, I don't love John Wall, especially considering he's 8-2. Like, he's more expensive than Brogdon. He's more expensive than De'Aaron Fox. He's more expensive than Paul, Morant, Lowry. Um, So I would almost rather all of those guys than John Wall. Um, What do you think about Dennis Schroeder being probable to come back for this game? Yeah, I mean, they they need the help, man, and it's Portland. And we saw the... There's a few games without Anthony Davis in the in that last couple, that last stretch before, uh, like Davis, like played one, and then he got hurt again. Um, both the games that we saw shorter go for 35 fantasy points, Davis didn't play. So I'm not expecting like Shorter comes back and just drops 35, but it's possible that he puts up 35 fantasy points against a, a dreadful Portland defense. And Hey, look, has a 36 fantasy point performance against Portland already this year. So, uh, if Schroeder is back, we haven't really seen players out on COVID, especially when it's been te- like he tested negative, be limited at all. So he should be a full go. Um, yeah, if and, he, and I if think we'd find that out. Granted, there are 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. games, so maybe too late. But you know, I think if we find out he's on track to play, we may get some news on his availability. But like you said, uh, they're pretty desperate for uh, some. You know, any oh, they are desperate, man. They are because I mean they're they're losing to everybody, and mm-hmm. Utah is beating everybody, and the Clippers are beating everyone. So like, they you don't want to fall too far back in the standings. I know it doesn't ultimately matter, but like, I'm sure you don't want to go into Salt Lake City play four games uh, against this version of Utah, or you don't want to, you know. Not that the Clippers get home court, but like, and the, and the Suns are only a game back too. So like the the Lakers, they really need to start reeling together some wins. So, um, sure is going to be a full full complement of minutes if if he plays. Where are you with the uh, Pistons guards here? It was Dennis Smith that played twenty six. Sabian Lee played twenty one. Lee still gave you thirty, uh, but Dennis Smith Jr. gave you thirty four. Uh, he also gave you twenty seven fantasy points in just eighteen minutes. The game prior to that, 
Do you have a lean? You know which way they're going to go? I mean, this is the Kings <laughs> they're going up against. This is tough, man, because, like, it almost seems like they're just riding the hot hand, but Saban Lee also hasn't cooled down in three games now. So, I mean, I like the more consistent production we've gotten from Saban Lee, but maybe, you know, Smith just took a little bit longer to get acclimated to the offense. So, we know Dennis Smith has a pretty high ceiling when he gets... right when he gets run um we don't know enough about Saban Lee he's a rookie you know so mm-hmm. nothing prob- to take away from him. I mean three straight games of 30 right <laughs> right and that's not to take away from him at all like they're both probably in play kind of it's probably similar to the quickly rose situation that we faced Thursday like they're probably both in play I mean they yeah, both were really productive yeah I'm checking out the popcorn machine real quick because Jeremy Grant was out of this game and I wonder if there was like a different rotation going on, um, and he's already he's already he's already off the injury report. Yeah, uh, it, it was just a rest so. game, I, I think, yep. for him, right? So, like, I'm not expecting. Sadiq uh, Bay is questionable. I wonder if that. Uh, okay. It won't have any impact, I don't think, for either of these point guards, but um, worth mentioning. Yeah, no, it, it is definitely worth mentioning. I'm just trying to see if there is any sort of thing that we can sort of pull from from this and if they played the overlap together if there's any overlap between them but i'm not not really seeing that i'm I'm seeing for the most part they sub for one another so um yeah there was no overlap they played they basically subbed in and out so it was uh svi like we figured svi played 22 minutes in that game um you know he got some of the additional run they started dimbuya um and that Mm -hmm. one he also played 22 minutes there so um, no overlap, so it's not as if they were playing both Dennis Smith and Lee together. So uh, we'll have to, you know, I guess really guess which one <laughs> we think would be more productive. Uh, what's their prices on DraftKings? Um, Dennis Smith is 46 and Saban Lee is 43. Okay, so Lee's still slowly getting climbed up. Saban is 54 on FanDuel and, and Dennis Smith is 49 on DraftKings. So. Like you probably, the lean is probably Dennis Smith. Because I think we're both in agreement that we can. There's more. I think there's more upside if he's upside. getting minutes, right? Yeah, and we've seen him produce in the other three games where he was playing twenty. So, you know, but I, but that's not to take anything away from Saban Lee because he put up twenty eight plus fantasy points in three straight, and he mm-hmm. could do it again, and clearly can do it in limited time. So. Um, I think both are in play, but I do think that Dennis Smith is the slight lean. I agree with you. But I think that's at a point guard. I, I, the rest of the position kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's not good. I agree with you. Um, just give me one second. My food's at the door, and I'll bring it back. All right. All right. All right let's I go shooting guard here. Uh, Zach Levine against Phoenix. Now, we've obviously been on the Levine train of late, but playing anybody against Phoenix seems like a bad idea. And Levine... You know, we can kind of give him a little bit of a pass against Houston because it was a blowout. He goes to overtime against Minnesota. 35 actual is great, but he gave us nothing else there. 33 fantasy points due to seven turnovers on FanDuel. Yeah, the turnovers were were tough pill to swallow. But, I mean, I mean, he averages four a game. So, you know, it's it's kind of something that we're growing accustomed to, unfortunately. Uh, 
he's just been very good peripherally that we haven't really felt the impact like we did the other night. So um, I think he's fine still. But I, you I think there are, you're, you're not taking off him at all. No, I mean I think there are better spend ups. Like it's just a contrarian tournament play. I mean the Bulls in general, sure. general are playing really well. Um, they're up to sixth in the East right now. Okay. They're but I mean like obviously all three of the point guards we talked about were spending up on LeBron, right. Jimmy Butler. So but like the, he is not a priority spend up. It's just a tournament only play. But okay. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, the mid-tier here is actually pretty solid. We don't know what's going to happen with the Clippers. You know, they, they're they not sitting any of their guys in the front end of this back-to-back. We know right. that Kawhi said he wants to play more back-to-backs. We, I, I forget if Paul George has been sitting out back-to-backs or not. Um, but that's something to at least pay attention to with these Clippers guys as they go up against Memphis. George is 8,600, though. It is a good matchup for him uh, there. Donovan Mitchell he gets played right. a back-to-back, John. Um, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, in no. the beginning of February, okay. the second and the third, he played 36 minutes on the front end and 34 minutes on the back end. Good on the back end, he went 13 of 20 from the floor. Good to know. Good to know for sure. Um, so yeah, 8600 for him. Donnie Mitch is 83. Fred Van Lee gets Houston at 8200 dollars, and then Shai Gilgis Alexander gets Atlanta, yeah. and that boy went off against <laughs> San Antonio. Uh, we should have seen it coming. It was San Antonio, and the you know they don't defend guards well, and then they were very depleted. Uh, but 42 actual in that game. Uh, he's you know giving you 49 fantasy points against Cleveland a couple games prior. Uh, Atlanta's not playing any defense. SGA at AK uh, seems like a core play to me. Yeah, um, 8K is really good. What are your thoughts on him being 8800 on DraftKings? Uh, that's I would have tough. to see what the roster builds would look like. I mean, for a couple, you know, for nine hundred more dollars, you're getting Steph Curry. So right, with you know. more. But, but I mean, like this is the player that we've sort of expected him kind of to be with the Thunder. Like, take all the shots, be a four category contributor, give you forty to fifty fantasy points a night. Like, you know, he he before his four game absence due to the COVID, he gave you back to back fifty fantasy point performances. He comes back a little bit slow, and then he gives you 49 and 56 in two of the next three. So, like, you know, he's kind of there in, in terms of what we should expect. So, you know, it, it's – I think this is one of those situations where if he covered the name and looked at the numbers, you'd probably pay it, you know. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to see what the roster builds, that there's more value available. Because, like you said, you could probably play Trey and Seth on this on this slate and, and get two guys at 60-point upside – uh, more more regularly than SGA, but I do like SGA more in FanDuel at 8,000. I agree with every every sentiment you just said. I just... The matchup is as good as it gets, and that's... That's where I'm, like, getting hung up on, and, and you're right. It is a cover the name, and you, people are going to play it based on their production, so... Yep. Um, I, I don't disagree there, brother. Um, Devin Booker, Victor Oladipo, Tyrese Halliburton, and Terry Rozier are the 7K tier on FanDuel. I mean, Rozier has stunk the last two games, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, this was the Golden State, one of those big games he hit the game winner against. It was. Uh, he had 20 in the fourth quarter in that game and hit the game winner. Um, he has cooled off a bit, but again, this is sort of where I say, like, 
don't get caught up so much when teams have this swing because Utah and Phoenix are going to shut down most teams. So, you know, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that all of a sudden Terry Rozier is cooling off. Like, yes, he is cooling off. You know, that's because he was playing out of his mind. He was playing out of his freaking mind, like Mm -hmm. not sustainable type production, but also he can do that. I mean, he did it in Boston at -hmm. times. He did it. Yeah, started in Boston, so that's his whole his whole thing. So, but I mean, yeah, listen, I just you know people would be like, oh, down performances. I'm like, yeah, man, they were in Utah, in Phoenix. Nobody's playing right. well there. LeBron didn't right. play well there. So, like, right. you know, uh, yeah, at seven K, Rozier, I think you know, on Fanduel, it's probably a little bit, still a little bit too overpriced. Like Rozier for me, I'm more comfortable mid sixes. You know, oh, then but, you're not going to want to know his DraftKings price. Is he like 82? You're you're just not going to want to know if you think 7K because I didn't. I think 7K is a, a really good price for tournaments. Okay. Um, like especially if you're going to play him with Steph. Or yeah, or, I, right. If you're if you're game stacking, I, I think I kind of agree a little bit. Just he's 84, to like, John. 84. <laughs> he is. 84. You, need 40, you need 41 fantasy points. So like. You know that's that's hard to pay. You know it's uh or forty two fantasy points at least on, you know you need thirty five from Rosier on Fanduel like that's certainly doable. I liked it like I said I liked it more in that mid six k range because obviously then you only need you know thirty two and a half or whatever the hell it comes out to quick math. Right. So like you know just it just his ceiling is more easily attain- attainable when he's cheaper. Obviously that's that's uh, not telling you anything you don't know there. But um, yeah eighty four. Oof that's that's. I'd I'd rather pay the foreigner more for SGA. So yeah, like, yep. uh, Out, I'm out. Uh, okay. What about Halliburton? Oh yeah, you know we're we're all aboard the Tyrese Halliburton train, and he's having another big night. Uh, yeah. We are recording on Thursday evening. Um, yeah, he's just really he's just really good. I don't What's know what DraftKings price. Uh, he's 66. I think that's a perfect price tag. Yeah, for him. he's 75 on Fanduel. Ah, man, even that man, like that's. I'm not saying I would, like, I'm not saying, like, yeah, I would pay that, but I would think about it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would think about 7500 and possibly be okay with it. Yep, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, some other guys that are just kind of on the way down, Norman Powell, it stands out to me, he's $6,500. Josh Jackson is $5,700. Clarkson and Trent, 56 and 55. Um, you know, more scores here. A couple of those guys come off the bench. Um, but, you know, they've at least been productive when on the floor. Um, uh, Gary Trent. I know. I know. He's good. He's, you know what? I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. He is fine for cash. I think yeah, like Trent, another guy that was cruising, and then he hits Phoenix, and he has a bad game. So yeah, like, that's that's the problem. Like Phoenix has been so good defensively <laughs> this year, everywhere. Um, they're all, like a little liable in the front. Remember court. how bad they were for most of last year? They get into the bubble; they're the best team in the bubble, and, and now they've now they've been a team that like nobody plays well against. And now they go out and get Chris Paul, and they have and Jay Crowder, and yeah. now they have elite defensive players at like four different positions when you have Crowder, Bridges and Paul on the floor. It's it's uh yeah, they're 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 legit, man. Um they are legit. So it's definitely it's definitely a, a 360 uh turnaround. But yeah, Trent Trent's fine for um uh, catching. Who are the other Clarkson you said? 
Yeah, I say Clarkson um, and Josh Jackson. I mean, yeah, I'm all aboard the Josh Jackson train. Uh, I don't love 6,400 with Jeremy Grant back, but he's playing 30 minutes with Jeremy Grant in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, he's only, and he's only $7,700 on FanDuel. Ooh, yeah, so, like, perfect. I mean, he's gone and for 25 fans. <laughs> right, it's right. And he's gone for 24 or more fantasy points in 10 straight games. So, whether or not you you want to consider him in cash, you don't have to. But like, there's a nice floor we're getting from Josh Jackson, and um, I I just don't think it's deniable that that the floor is there, and and uh, you could prob. I know you're gonna hate it, but you could probably play him in cash. No, I I think we're getting to a point where I can slowly trust him in that uh, in that fashion. Um, what do you think about Hamadou Diallo being ruled out? You know, we obviously already talked about SGA, but like on FanDuel, you know, Lou Dort is a shooting guard. Uh, we didn't talk about Theo Maladone, but like, you know, point guard for him there. Like any of those guys to you benefit from Diallo being out? Yeah, I definitely think Maldon. I mean, Maldon's going to continue to play 30 minutes, right? He's been playing 30 minutes. He, has he been productive? No, but 34... 35 minutes last two and the the thing about him is if the shots fall we can get 30 fantasy point production um out of him he's just not making shots he's not taking shots but three you know three or more rebounds and three or four three or more assists and three straight he had four steals last game he just needs to score a little more and we could get 30 fantasy points so i would go maldon i lou dort i think is fine there's not like this I, 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 owe, I owe you at least uh, a couple minutes of uh, glory here with uh, Tony Snell, potentially. Yeah. He has $4,000 on FanDuel. He, he's like, we just got word Reddish is questionable again. So I think it's like, it's definitely contingent on the Reddish news. Because I am, I don't want to play Tony Snell unless I know Tony Snell is starting. Did you see that Al Horford is out for Friday? I, I did see Al Horford. I mean, the, the 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 Thunder are in trouble. And that's why I think you can play Dort and you can play Maldon. Um, both of them are in play. I, I wonder if Justin Jackson gets uptick in minutes. I mean, 15 and 13 in the last two games. So, like, these guys are all viable um, at the shooting guard spot. Probably Maldon and Dort more than Jackson, but it's... You know, Jackson's a hundred dollars off min salary. It's just, and he's been in the rotation before, so uh, just something to consider. Yep, that's fair enough. Um, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the small forward position, where again there is LeBron against Portland. I, I think this is. I know they have yep. Jones and Covington and you know whatever. Like this is this is a sixty point LeBron game for me. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean they they're reeling. It's a bad team, a bad defense in Portland. Um, it's an up-tempo matchup for the Lakers. Um, do we? It's odd. Are the odds out for that game? Two twenty-one. I'm actually surprised that's that low, but I think it spe- more speaks to the Lakers how bad mm-hmm. they've been. Um, yeah, I, I'm in, I'm definitely in on LeBron. I don't know if he's my top spend. Um, I think some of the point guards we talked about probably sure. are up there for me. And if we were to get 
like Kawhi or Paul George out, Kawhi is $9,100. Like if Kawhi played and Paul George sat, I would probably most certainly pivot to Kawhi in almost every lineup that I like previously built with LeBron. Yeah, he's 97 on FanDuel, but I, do, I, I agree with you. I do like Kawhi as well if one of those guys end up sitting out. Uh, they're playing Memphis tonight too, aren't they? Isn't this, they uh, are. They are playing Memphis tonight too. So back-to-back games against Memphis for them. Um, not going to do Jimmy Butler in Utah for everything we've talked about already. Just Utah is just a, a, you know, just killing everybody at this moment. This moment, um, Pascal Siakam is the is a small forward still on FanDuel, going up against Houston, who's playing small, and Siakam's been starting at the small ball center. So like, eighty eight hundred dollars for Pascal Siakam here against Houston. Uh, you said 88? 88. Yeah, I'll pass on 88. I, okay. I don't... He's 79 on DraftKings. I think that's more reasonable, obviously. 88, that's not a price tag I generally pay for um, Siakam. Especially when... like I think it was different when Lowry was out. But now that they're at full strength, I just... I don't... It doesn't really get me going. Okay. Uh, some other midfield guys here. Jalen Brown's 84 against the Pacers. Uh, Celtics, again, just uh, coming out being embarrassed. And, and yep. you know, again, living just outside of Boston, the entire ownership group has been on a media tour being like, this team's not good enough. Um, it's actually been pretty crazy. Uh, generally, the uh, media and uh, ownership and uh, not like everybody's just like over the top positive about Boston at all times, the Celtics team rather at all times. And uh, the owner of the Boston Celtics went on the main sports radio channel uh, yesterday and basically said that they're not, there are times where they're literally just not showing effort is what he said. So like uh, oh. not good, not good things coming out, out of Boston. So I would stand clear of, of the Celtics or you take the opposite approach and think that, you know, Danny Ainge going on the morning show and the owner going on the late show, ripping them is going to motivate them. Um, but Brown against the Pacers uh, is $8,400 um, on FanDuel. I don't know. Again, I think I'm probably going to avoid that because you have Kelly Oubre at $7,500 against Charlotte, and on the flip side, Gordon Hayward at 71. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know if I'm going to play Boston. I might like maybe sprinkle in Tatum and, and like a bounce back because he's been so good outside of that game against Atlanta. I mean, four for 20, man. It just is what it is. Like you take 20 shots. I. I I'll never not play someone because they miss shots. You know, like. Right. They just missed shots. Like he took twenty of them. That's that's great to see that he took twenty. Um I do like Ubre quite a bit. He continues to be good outside of this this kind of outlier where he doesn't have any assist blocks or steals, which he's good at. I mean he's averaging, you know, assist yeah. and a half over a steal, almost a full block a in a, and he doesn't have any of them all in one game. It's Random and then Hayward against Golden State under 7k. The price tag continues to fall, and he's now put up 30 in three straight or three wow. or four. I don't know, man. 6,700 for Gordon Hayward seems yep, that's a, that's, that's a miss. That's a really good price on him. 100% in agreement with you there. Uh, chasing the nil, Gary 50 burger. <laughs> uh, I know you are. Um, yeah, he needs to start. He's $5,900 now. They, they wasted no time. I mean, like, it's it's a revenge narrative, first off. Yeah. Spent a lot of time in OKC. Still only $5,000 on DraftKings. 
and he's now put up over 5x value in two of three, and again, possibly no Cam Reddish. Right. I don't see why he wouldn't be in our player pool, and I don't feel like it's chasing either. I feel like it's perfectly fine to use him. 59, maybe maybe you're chasing a little bit, but 5,000? Yeah, OG for 54 on FanDuel. He played 35 minutes the other night. I think this tier, John, is actually really intriguing and why I don't feel like Gallinari, like you don't need to chase. Like you get uh, on DraftKings, OG 55, really good spot against Houston. Um, as you mentioned, full complement minutes. Harrison Barnes against Detroit at 55. Um, he's... Barnes you know, 62 on... Uh, that's too expensive for the current version, I think, but I think... He can get us to about 6x at 55, maybe 6.5 mm-hmm. against a bad Detroit defense. Mikael Bridges, who continues to just like give us 25-plus fantasy points, right. um, gets the Bulls. And the aforementioned Gallinari. So like I think this next tier gives us a lot um, of options. I'll even throw, like, you know, Daniel House started the other day and We've seen this before, 31 fantasy points in 34 minutes, you know, 14, right. 5, 3, and 3. And, like, Daniel House is pretty good. Like, he started 50-plus games last year. So, um, I really like this lower tier of small forward. I really like the, obviously, the elite tier as well. But So, I, uh, I, ima- I imagine that on DraftKings, Malik Monk is a shooting guard. But he, he is a small forward on FanDuel. Devontae Graham's already been ruled out. Uh, crazy again, huh? Monk? has 20 actual in three of the last four games. Yeah, we should probably, we, we got to consider. Charlotte is, Charlotte, this game is interesting. Um, Vegas has it at 233. Only a six-point spread in Golden State. Uh, this is currently the biggest total on the board. So, um, yeah, I think Malik Monk's fine. I don't know why he's a small forward, but I think yeah, he's I fine. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, and he, uh, and Duncan Robinson's 4,800 if Tyler Hero sits again. Um, I would have interest there. He's been on a nice And John Bam Adebayo is questionable. Ooh, interesting. So, I mean, maybe small, more, I mean, Miami does a lot of crazy things. Spolcher does a lot of crazy things. I mean. It's not my favorite matchup, uh, but yeah, that, that would be interesting. I mean, yeah, not Because like you, if Bam sits, do you, you, you have to play like a Chua? Probably, and I, I think he's. Do they still? They don't have him listed as a small forward anymore, right? He is still Fandle. a mid-price small forward. Yeah. Oof. That would be interesting, and it's eight o'clock with a seven thirty lock. So we could, we could possibly know the status of um, Bam by by roster lock. Right. Spolster, I feel like Spolster's generally good. Generally, I'm not going to say, you know, give, give him full credit, but generally good on getting news out. And, you know, we could could be fortunate enough to have it uh, by lock. Because if we do and Bam's rolled out, I, I do think Precious is. What is uh what's Miles Bridges on FanDuel? Miles Bridges is forty five hundred dollars. Cody Zeller is questionable to play. Um, but Cody Zeller like hasn't really. I mean, yes. Well, it's more so like 
PJ Washington would start at the five, Bridges could start at the four. Right. Uh, that's fair. Um, yeah, I can get behind that. I, I could, I can get behind that for sure. I think that's. Um, uh, do we play a two bridges lineup? Good. On Fanduel, could you just run both bridges? Yeah, we could. I mean, Bridges is played is playing these like minutes anyways, but you know, just throwing it kind of out there that there could be uh, increased opportunity for him. Um, and then I think Washington we, we would love against. Uh huh. Oh yeah. For sure. Perfect transition to power forward right there. Yeah, he's fifty six hundred dollars on Fanduel. Fifty five hundred DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about spend ups on the slate. Would you do Sabonis against Boston? He's ninety nine hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would honestly play anyone against Boston right now. Uh, he, he, only had, he only had 44 fantasy points in two meetings against them. Um, but, that, I mean, the guy just plays 40 yeah. minutes a night, John. Like, he literally plays 40 minutes a night. Um, he has 16-plus rebounds in two straight. He has four straight double and or triple doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 52 fantasy points or more in three straight. He's 10-4 on DraftKings, but on a slate, kind of like it was the other day, without, like, star power, like, yeah, right? I mean, it's not it's I mean, not a terrible play. It's 70 fantasy points a couple games ago, so like, right. it's doable. Uh, we talked about Tatum already. You like him as a GPP play. Yeah, tournament's uh, only. Yeah, Jeremy Grant off a day of rest against Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone against, Sac- anyone against Sacramento, and they're on a back-to-back. So yep. they gave up, John, they gave up. 77 first half points to the New York Knicks tonight. Uh, how many of those was to Emmanuel quickly? 23. <laughs> 23 to quickly, or I mean, excuse me, 18 to quickly, 13 to Rose. So combined, their point guard scored 31 points against. Uh, and, and we talk about like the Saban Lee, DeLon Wright, or Saban Lee and um, Dennis Smith Jr. argument. Well, screw, screw it, play them both. Yeah. And play Jeremy Grant as well. Uh, play everyone, honestly, against uh, against the Pistons. I mean, against the Kings, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they're barely touching Draymond Green price. He's $7,300 still. Um, I know think, Wiseman and Rooney and all that back, but... Do you, do you think that it's, like, there's an algorithm that, like, because he doesn't shoot, his price, like, doesn't go up? They just, like, project him for low points so they don't, yeah, it doesn't move. I mean, like it just doesn't it just doesn't click right like it just He's doesn't make seven sense DraftKings? he is six nine yeah okay slowly getting up there but still he should be seven five seven he should be eight k yep no arguments no arguments here um is this a chris boucher game small <laughs> <laughs> ball against houston i mean how do you let me let me preface. How do you want me to answer that? Because I can't get this guy right. I cannot I get, get right this. Either. I don't know. I'm just asking you. <laughs> like, <laughs> this this would be the ideal spot, but I've seen Aaron Baines play 30 minutes in two of the last three games. So like, you would think this would be the ideal spot, but like the fact that they're starting Pascal Siakam at center, right? Also, like says like, well, we don't really need Chris Boucher. We could just play Siakam at center all night. So true. I don't, I don't I don't know as much as I want Chris Boucher to get play 30 minutes a night I I just when is it coming I don't know I don't know 
It's never coming. Uh, we already know that Al Horford's ruled out, so, I mean, Isaiah Roby's $4,600. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Right, like... Yep, is, uh, yep. Roby and then... Oh, wait, Muscala's center, but... So he's like, you can play Muscala's Roby and then... forward on FanDuel. So. I think I think Muscala is an uh, interesting tournament play. Another revenge nerd. He didn't do uh, anything against Miami, but, I mean... Not I Sixteen fantasy points. Yeah, he has a handful of like twenty fantasy point outings, and really, he's thirty six hundred on DraftKings. I, I like, you know, I think you can find worse values. Like, I, yeah. obviously, I lean Roby. I think Roby's a, a very good play. Um, honestly, I know Darius Basley has been horrible, yeah. horrible. Uh, let's just preface that. Basley's more expensive than PJ Washington and Miles Bridges, though. Okay, fantasy. well. You know, there goes that. And Roby, more expensive than. Yeah, you uh, just play. Yeah, you just play. Dario Saric is questionable. Jay Crowder played 26 minutes against Charlotte. Like, if Crowder gets 30 minutes now because Saric isn't there to take 15 to 18 of them, like Crowder against Chicago. I mean, you know, I'm you know I'm a fan of playing Jay Crowder, so I will uh, buy in. Forty five hundred dollars, man. Like. He, he keeps producing. I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, it sucks that Sarich came back because you can see that his minutes have dipped Yeah, because of it. Um, yep. Sarich still was good the other night. He put up 22 fantasy points again. Um, you know, but he's questionable to play. So, like, if he ends up sitting out, again, those minutes, I imagine, just get allocated to Jay. So, well, like... Cam Johnson also played 30 minutes the other night. He and he put up twenty four fantasy points. Yeah, and he's now thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't like trusting Cam Johnson. Sadly, unfortunately, your your guy just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, he hasn't been, and it's sad. I don't disagree. He hasn't been. Uh, he has been great. Uh, center position. Uh, Clint Capella, top price center on the slate, eighty two hundred dollars against the Thunder, uh, with no Al Horford. That feels just like a smash. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, play there. Um, Miles Plumlee, 7K against Sacramento, I think is doable. Yeah, he's coming off a 50 burger. Right, right. Miles Plumlee. Kings on a back to back. I mean, we love it going up against Detroit. You know, I don't know what to do with Bagley and Holmes, though. I mean, I would play. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Bagley played 30 minutes. They just had a back-to-back with the Bulls and the and the Bucks, and Bagley played 30 minutes on the second leg. So maybe the like whatever type of restriction or limitation they were on or he was on is gone. Um, and he's been great on Thursday. Yeah, right. I I would definitely I would definitely go back to the to the Bagley. Well, I don't I don't dislike Holmes like I like the matchup but it's a it's a it's, it's tournaments only like you just you he is so unreliable at times he has a very low floor so yeah. I would probably only play both of them in tournaments uh, but I do think I would go back to the well I'm interested if Holmes would possibly sit considering he's been a little banged up lately right uh Wendell Carter's been, but... been fantastic he's 6200 it's just the Phoenix matchup but I mean Aiton's nothing special if there if there was one place you could attack Phoenix right now, it's the interior. So yeah, I would uh, I would play Wendell Carter. He has been he has been great. Forty burger, two straight, and, and uh, 
two straight double doubles is nice. Yeah, too. and then I want I want to do a callback to something that you said back uh, when we were recording the podcast for the February fifteenth uh, slate, talking about the Clippers, and we mentioned Serge Ibaka, and you said, "Well, second out of the back to back, you may not play as much." And then we saw Vika Zubak play twenty eight minutes and not want to go for thirty five fantasy points. This is the second night of a back-to-back for the Clippers. If you think that Ibaka could be limited in those situations on the second nights of back-to-backs, second night of a back-to-back, February 2nd, February 3rd, Zubak played 27 minutes in that game. So this could, be the, this could be the Zubak game where Serge is limited on the second night of the back-to-back. Zubak is $5,400 on FanDuel. I mean, this dude has serious upside when given the the ability to play 26 minutes against Washington the other day, 34 fantasy points in that game. You know, he's been running good even in limited minutes lately. So uh, I think this, you know, if we, if we believe in that theory, the last two back to backs, it's been Zubak playing almost 30 minutes and Ibaka limited. This is a spot right here for it. And you know what I was going to say, John, he's playing freaking better than Serge Ibaka anyway. Yeah. Even well, he's a better player. He's a better he, player. They just he, don't is, play. he is a pretty good player. Um. Yeah, so you mentioned his price on Fanduel. He is only forty four hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, I he might be. This is one of those slates where center is at its weakest. Right, well, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. I'm gonna have a hard time not playing him at forty four hundred. To be perfectly honest, which yeah. is not something we generally say about a Vika Zubak. You know, <laughs> we always want to play a Vika Zubak, but we know the risk. Right, the one yeah. time we did play him, he played like fourteen minutes. Remember, fourteen minutes. Yeah, fourteen <laughs> minutes. Um, but I mean, you you just mentioned it. The last two back to backs, he's played big minutes. Yeah. And if you're gonna tell me that at forty four hundred, like I'm in. I'm just in. Let's see. So they're at half. He's he played ten minutes to Ibaka's fourteen. Mm-hmm. You have to think Ibaka played twenty nine and then nineteen, and he played. Uh, 20 and 20 on the two back-to-backs I just referenced in which the second night Zubak played more. You just have to think just based on how their minutes are going. Zubak plays 20 on by the end of Thursday. Abaka plays, what, 25, 26? And then the trend continues where, Iba- where Ibaka plays 20 on the second leg and, and Zubak plays 26 to 28. And in that instance at 4,400, we know he's a fancy point-per-minute guy, whether Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are on the floor or not. So right. yeah. um, he he would be – he's an elite tournament play. Yeah, because he doesn't eyes. start. He comes off the bench. So, like, he just plays more minutes in these situations. Generally with only one of those guys, too, because um, their second unit is run by Paul George with Kawhi resting and then, right. you know. Yep. Uh, what's your Tristan Thompson price? Um – Tristan Thompson is forty-seven dollars, forty-seven dollars, forty-seven hundred. I think he's a uh, pretty safe for cash yep, right now. Forty-eight hundred dollars here as well. I think that's fine. Um, but that's probably it for center, unless any other injury news sort of breaks or like, you know, they decide maybe, maybe the Warriors decide to start Wiseman or something like that. Like that would be really. The only change for me, like, I don't really have much interest in Olenek against Utah. Even if Bam's out, I don't, you know. Don't yeah, we don't need to go there. We don't need to go there. Right? But, we're, John, we do need to go somewhere. And that is, it's Friday. Oh, it is Friday. That's true. 
So, do you know what that means? Uh, it means we have our podcast listener league, which you will uh, be sending the invites, hopefully already by the time people are listening <laughs> to this. And uh, shout out to M Jam Easy Right for the uh, for the week two victory. He uh, took down the Illini fan, Illinois Illinois fan, um, and then John, you finished third I know. in uh, our contest last week. That was a good night for me uh, overall, but I just wasn't good enough to cash. Well, we we top two cash on so. Um, I mean, I listen. I finished second the week before. You finished third. Um, I think Fenstie and Sean have already agreed to join this week, um, and they we're just gonna have to leave them in our dust and continue to to uh, finish yeah. up up near the top of the scoreboard. I'm ready for it. All right. Well, the the invite will go out earlier than uh, six p.m. this week. <laughs> earlier than thirty minutes before the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, earlier than thirty thirty minutes before, and it will not be a head to head or a double double <laughs> awesome. double double up either. Fan. Fantastic. Uh, but that does it for James. That does it for me. Get us on Twitter at jampemo777 at the underscore real underscore grande. If you're listening to this and you're not already in the podcast, listen to league, DM us your DK Twitter handles. Get us in the Fantasy Alarm chat with your Twitter handles or your DraftKings handles, rather, and we will uh, add you and give you the invite so we can continue to grow this contest. Uh, but for now, we will catch you guys next time. <laughs>